What's going on, everyone? My name is John Mack, and this is the Big Mac Sports Podcast. I'm very happy to have you with me today, and this is my very first episode. And why not swing for the fences and dive into the ongoing ethical dilemma about pay structure between the Major League Baseball and the Minor League Baseball players. I'm also super excited to introduce my special guest who had experience playing Minor League Baseball in the New York Mets organization. You know, before I introduce him, I would really like to kind of go over a big thing for this ethical dilemma is the external moderator taking place. You know, you can look at this from an economical standpoint where minor league baseball players are being treated unfairly with pay. And I'll get into it. We'll talk about it. Uh, my guest has a great story of comparing his paycheck to a player in the, in the major leagues. So again, um, the big thing here economically, um, it, it really is eye-opening to see the difference in pay. And I hope, you know, after this, we could figure out a way to try and make things, you know, become better for minor league ball clubs. And hopefully the the major league baseball organizations will wake up and, and uh, smell the bacon and say that, wow, okay, you know, this is crazy. We need to fix this. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my special guest. His name is Dan McDonald, and it's pretty cool to call him my cousin. You know, watch him play the way he did in, in high school and in college and even in the minor leagues. So, Dan, take it away. Who are you? Okay, Dan McDonald, um, John's cousin. So, I've uh, had a long journey with baseball. always had a dream of playing professional baseball. Um, started at the age of five with two older brothers. Um, you know, it's uh, you learn a lot from them. And then, you know, I, I went up the ranks and always played up with them, which helped me improve my skills. Um, a lot of family to play with as well, a lot of cousins. So it's, it's been a fun ride. Got to high school and had, uh, had some success there, a couple uh, good years, and ended up getting drafted uh, late, late rounds by the New York Mets, but uh, decided to pass on that for a full ride education at Seton Hall University where um, I enjoyed. I played three years there. Um, met a lot of good people and, uh, play, you know, I, I was a pitcher, I was a starting pitcher and then, and converted to a, a closing pitcher. Um, as I, as I went on, cause I had a good fastball. Um, I was seen up in the Cape Cod league, which were, you know, is a recruiting, a recruiting summer league. Um, and that helped me get drafted again, my junior year, um, as a closer to the Mets who actually originally drafted me, uh, but this time in the eighth round, not the 45th. So, um, <clears throat> Once I was drafted there, um, played a couple of years of uh, minor league ball. Luckily, it was up in Brooklyn, um, which is close enough for family. It was a, a, an amazing experience. My, uh, my, my older brother actually played there um, on, again, on a rival team for the Tigers. So it was pretty cool. It was kind of full circle. Got to play there. And uh, it was great. You know, it was a good experience. Unfortunately, I hurt my shoulder um, like a year and a half in and uh, it, it, it made things difficult. Um, so it was a tough, tough run there at the end. But the experience is something I'll never forget. Um, you know, meeting a lot of good guys, uh, meeting some really famous people and meeting some good friends that I still talk to today. So it was a good journey. Um, but that's it. You know, it's started at five years old and it ended up playing, uh, you know, shooting for my dreams unfortunately injury cut it short but it was good i've always found interesting is just like the pay of of just minor leagues and and even if you're in the triple a it's like you still don't you know people think that baseball is just all money but that's just the mlb it's not the minor league the minor league team it's like a grind it's a 
it's a mental wake up call on whether or not you can eat the next day. Cause apparently the funds were never, you know, that high. So I kind of want to figure out a way to try and promote, not promote, but just kind of talk about like what needs to change. And I found some articles, some article they sent you, but yeah. um, I mean, it's, you know, people are realizing that you're shooting for your dream for, you know, 18, 20 years, it comes true. And then you're stuck in this abyss of just, um, of tough life, you know, it's for it's for the only the strong survive and it's not what people think. So it was difficult, you know? Yeah, I believe it. I mean, I, I can't imagine what you had to go through. I mean, luckily, like you said, you were in Brooklyn, so right. we could definitely uh, jump into that, but you know, yeah, and you, could tell, you could tell the California kids were a little lost because they're not making a lot of money and then they're 3000 miles away from their family. So that's a good point. Um, <clears throat> you kind of, they, they, they were, they were, they were struggling, you know, cause if you're not getting that check, it's like any job, if you're not getting the right check, uh, you, you, it starts to eat at you a little bit and that's what happened. I want to tie into because on national public radio, I found an article talking about, um, the fight against low, low pay in minor league baseball and continues despite new obstacles. And this was two years ago. So this is yeah. very fresh still, um, right. in the article that NPR wrote, it was about the minor leagues make an estimate of. $7,500 a year. Oof. And that's, and that's if you're, you know, you're producing, you know, you're, you're playing well. Um, but that's only during the season, right? That's like the, right. the months you play, you don't get paid in the off season. You don't get paid in spring training. And major league players average more than $4 million. So I came across this article called protecting America's pastime, the necessity of major league baseball's antitrust exemption for the survival of minor league baseball. And this was written by Bradley V. Murphy. And what this talks about is that if Major League Baseball loses its antitrust, if there's an antitrust law put into place, it's going to be survival of the fittest for the minor league teams. Yeah. Okay. So meaning the antitrust exemption has been characterized as allowing professional baseball to openly collude on the working conditions and for the development of its chief commodity. Young baseball players under the directive – the typical, uh, the typical minor league salaries range from 1100 a month in a short season, 2150 per month to season. players in AAA. Right. All right. So if this were to go through, the antitrust, if the antitrust law were to go through, it would render this sort of illegal uh, agreement as in the market would be competitive and teams would be free to uh, move to wherever they like including higher cities or more well-known cities, which kind of takes yep. away from the small towns. And, you know, this is where I can tie in an individual moderator from our textbook, Sports Ethics, Concepts and Cases in Sport and Recreation. The individual moderator here is a demographic profile. If a minor league team has the chance to move out of their small town to a bigger city, this would create a negative impact on the town they left. You can look at that from an economical standpoint and just the love of the game. But is it worth it? You know, is it is it something that, you know, the owners would like to be noticed more for this minor league team, whereas they're leaving the small town behind? Um, it was something to do. It was something to go on a Friday night with their family to see a nice professional baseball game of these potential players. Um, as I stated earlier, I love going to them. I think it's a lot of fun. You know, where I'm around, I could drive to three independent ball games and they're very enjoyable. I don't care who wins. I just want to go watch a good baseball game. Is it worth going to a bigger city 
costs more, taxes are more, um, the player salaries aren't going to change. They're contracted in. So whether a ball player is making 1100 a month, it's not going to change if they move from the middle of nowhere in Georgia to, let's say, right outside Atlanta. So that's my point. It's I, Personally, I don't think it's worth moving if you know the law gets put into place because, again, it doesn't really help the, any minor league players. It might help the revenue of the team, but you know that's just pocketed money for you know the owners. They'll make more money where they're paying essentially dirt to these minor league ball players trying to make it. Give me like a day in the life of a ball player. You know, so you said you worked forty hours a week, which off season, in the off yeah. season in the off season, and yep. then once the season started, you know, you kind of had to get in the get in shape, did the training, yep, and get paid. Substitute teaching. I mean, we're doing it all. You're sub. You're giving baseball lessons. You're substitute teaching, and then while you're working out, so you're still. It's crazy, you know, and you're not getting paid. Right. So, so what was your, um, if you don't mind, what was your average, or what was your pay? Was it weekly, monthly? How did your pay structure? I believe in the um, so in the uh, spring training, which you know you're still there and you can't have a side job. You're you're there training fully. They just gave you meal money, and I think it was three hundred dollars a week which wow. is ridiculous. Yeah. So think about it. $300 a week. Are you put up in a hotel or are you, and you're, you are put up in a, yes. Yeah. I was living in a, I believe it was a best Western. Okay. Okay. So, so 300 so, a week, seven days. Yeah. So 42 bucks a night, right? Yeah, that's 42 bucks a day for meals. Yes. 42. You divide, bucks, yeah. you divide $42 divided by three meals. That's $14 a meal, $14 a meal. And you know, in dinner, you're not usually eating a $14 meal. No. talking about you know so a lot of applebee's and a lot of uh taco bell and while we're trying to get in shape so that's that's what you're dealing with you know break down your season in season uh it depends on what team you're at but short season i know uh uh i want to say it was i remember my checks coming every two weeks i was getting about 850 dollars so every two weeks right and, a, and a, a pretty interesting story uh that i always share was uh, sitting next to Carlos Beltran while we were both rehabbing our, 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 our bodies, my mm-hmm. shoulder and his knee. The club, he goes, you know, I really shouldn't do this, but he slid and showed me Beltran's two-week check, and it was $880,000 for two weeks, and we were both doing the same thing. So that put it, that put it all in perspective. So he was on a major league contract, $880,000, and mine was $850. I'm speechless. I want right? to, I, yeah. oh my, my mouth is dropped right now. I can't right. even, you know, yep. like. Yep. So 880 to, grand. Wow. And he was sitting there doing curls and getting stretched out by the best trainers. It was pretty funny. So how are you treated travel wise? You guys just drove everything, right? No staying over. Or- yeah, I was in the, I was in the Penn league. So that's the New York Penn league up in the Northeast and uh short season. Um, and I believe the high A team that I was about to get on, if I hadn't hurt my shoulder, we, you just drive, you drive, I, I think it's up to 10 hours and, you play the game and uh, you would stay over in a hotel if it was that far. But I know we drove up to five hours for games and drove right back. Then have a game the next day, right? Yeah. And have a game the next day. So you sleep, you sleep till 11, you get up, you eat like a brunch. That's what I guess what we call it. Um, get to the field around one or two, depending on what you got to do that day. Hitters usually got there a little earlier and uh, pitchers just did their workout, ran around. All right. Stretch. And, uh, yeah. It's a long day. And uh you know, we, we did a lot of visiting schools and stuff. We did a lot of community service, which is cool too. Now, what do you think, just like, what are your thoughts on these big contracts like we were talking about? Seeing Mike Trout get this money, where you see guys trying to make it, you know, get by with 
with lunch money. You know, you got Mike Trout's yeah. comp, uh, contract, Mookie Betts, nothing against them. They are phenomenal ball players. you know, all respect to them. But So I really do think it's it, – it, it, these guys do deserve some money, some big money, but to say someone deserves $33 million to play baseball is out of control. I uh, I agree. It needs, be, it needs to be changed. It won't be changed, but but the little guys do have to get fed. The little guys got to eat, and that's true. So, Dan, thank you for the time. Thank you for your stories. Thank you for everything today for this podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to see where this goes, and I hope people you know tune into Big Mac Sports Podcast and you know just just sit back and listen. Listen to the struggles of minor league baseball. You know, here's one story, and there's thousands of stories out there. There's a Facebook group where Dan mentions in our interview that they just kind of talk about crazy stories that go on. There is one way you can help. You can head over to morethanbaseball.org, which is a nonprofit. You could donate money, and they dish it out to players that are going and playing in the minor leagues. Their mission is to protect the future of our game. Right now, over 4,000 minor league ball players are in need of financial assistance. Minor league baseball players are subject to difficult working conditions and are on the hook for their own housing, equipment, and nutrition. So from all the experience you heard from Dan today, I mean, it's true. And that's and that was years ago. You can head over to that website. Again, it's morethanbaseball.org. You can donate monthly. You can donate once. You can donate 10 bucks for um, a, a meal. But again, it's you're trying to make an impact to help out with housing, food, equipment, and life after baseball. All right. With that being said, I hope you guys have a fabulous evening. I appreciate you guys tuning into the Big Mac sports podcast and listening to my first ever episode about the ethical dilemma between minor league and major league baseball pay. You know, I hope we can make a difference. All right. Thanks. See you.